Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, fam? Welcome back to the show. I am Paul Jamison, and this is a podcast for landscape lawn care professionals looking to take our business to the next level. We talk all about best practices and uh, hear some really cool stories of lawn care and landscape professionals out there. Today on the show, we're going to interview Stanley Dirt Monkey Genetic and Sean Spencer, who are some OGs on the lawn care community online. Stan has 514 thousand subscribers. I said that accurately, 514,000 subscribers, little over a half a million YouTube subscribers for hardscaping, landscaping, lawn care content. It's really fascinating. And uh, at uh, about 50,000 plus and growing is uh, Sean Spencer's YouTube channel. So these guys have been at it for a while on YouTube and uh, really influenced a lot of people with their business stories. And I look forward to kind of taking a trip down memory lane with them today. And then we're going to continue that thread on our fall road tour. Naylor Taliaferro, the lawn care rookie from Virginia. He's not a rookie anymore, but that was his name back in the day when he was a rookie. Uh, He's flying in from Virginia, going to meet me in Missouri. I'm driving up there and uh, we're going to be interviewing a lot of other OGs and uh, influencers in the green industry throughout Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, and Arkansas uh, with the trip concluding at Toro in Minnesota. So I'm pumped up to see their world headquarters. Now I'm going to be documenting this through video on Instagram. My handle over there is at Green Industry Podcast. So make sure you're following us on Instagram and uh, you can be seeing some behind the scenes footage from people's homes, shops, and uh, just the tour overall. And then what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be videotaping the actual podcast interview. So we're going to have behind the scenes video and vlogs that we're going to publish to YouTube. So if you want to watch what's going on on the tour behind the scenes, video. YouTube is the place to go. Follow me over there at Paul Jamison. All right. Launchpreneur Academy Live, guys. It is going to sell out soon. And once those tickets are gone, they're gone because of the compliance rules. They can only have certain amount of people in the room. So Launchpreneur Academy Live is November 7th in Novi, Michigan, 2020. I know some of you guys are listening. It will be another year the way the podcasting world works. But uh, November 7th, 2020, launchpreneuracademy.com is where you can get your tickets. I'm looking forward to going to that event. Brian Fullerton sent us pallets and pallets of water for the trip. And uh, I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to even take in the vehicle on the way there, but uh, we appreciate it. He sent us four cases of Essentia and uh, Perrier. I don't know how to pronounce that. Marty's been giving me... Um, I don't know, pier year water. It's a mineral water and then Pellegrino. So we got three options and uh, we'll be hydrated on the tour. That is for sure. Well, hey, thanks to today's show sponsor, the Hardscape Academy, Debt Free Landscaper, where uh, that's um, Michael Bedell up in uh, up in Canada, up in Michigan, <laughs> close to Canada. And uh, he wanted to make sure you guys know that uh, if you're looking for that snowplow contract, he's got them for you, both residential and commercial. Of course, Caleb has the 
information to get into hardscaping. Also, thanks to Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, guys. They're down there in Pensacola, Florida. That's my personal bookkeeper, Megan and Joey Coberly. We appreciate them sponsoring today's episode, and you can get in touch with them if you're looking for a professional bookkeeper. And also, thanks to Echo. You guys know I love my PB8010 blower. If you're looking to crush leaf season, consider a PB8010. All right, we're going to chat with Stanley Dirt Monkey Genetic and Sean Spencer coming right up. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. Most small business owners are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, most business owners go home and their bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands their time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there untouched. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind needed to serve your customers well. Because you are a busy business owner, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new prospective clients or skipping parties you would have love to attend, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Hey everybody, it's Caleb with Almond Landscape here in beautiful Fairfield County uh, talking about the hardscapeacademy.com. It is our hardscape training website. We have training videos on there for retaining wall construction and paver patio construction. So check us out there at the hardscapeacademy.com broadcasting to you live from Fairfield County, Ohio. Echo Outdoor Power Equipment presents a lesson in power. The winds of a Cat 5 hurricane reach 157 miles per hour. An Echo Backpack Blower, 234 miles per hour. So, yeah, it'll clear a path. Power on and on. Echo. Man, sorry if my voice is going out. I've been talking all day long. So we just got done with Lawntrepreneur which yeah. was a f- pretty epic event, I think. Amazing. You, know? you have a lot more experience with these events than I do, and I was thoroughly impressed. What about you? So, you know, I was telling some of the guys in the audience and gals in the audience, I said, I've had a chance to speak at other events, and, you know, they're, spent, they're paying two, $3,000 per ticket, and I don't even know what Brian was charging, but I think it was like 200 bucks, yeah. right? And so, as a speaker... I'm going to listen because if I'm going to spend $2,000, $3,000 on a ticket, I put myself in their position and I expect my mind to be blown. 
Plain and simple. It's a day, two days. There better be information that just absolutely dramatically changes my mind, my life, everything, the way I operate. And I remember the first speaker that came up, she started to tell me how I could organize my business by putting it into different bins and labeling them. And I'm like, okay, this must be radical new stuff that I've, you know, this can't be like this, right? And then the next guy came up and he told us how effective door hangers are. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> this Wait is the a 21st century. Dude, what are what am I getting into? Yeah. What am I listening to? And even the keynote speaker at that event, I was just like this is almost done. And so then after the event, I'm like, okay, what did you think about it to the uh, guys in the audience, the members of the audience? Right? And they're like, this was awesome. And I'm thinking, whoa, what did I did I was I attending the same event you guys were attending? right? They're like, oh, this is fabulous. This is amazing. And I says, whoa, whoa, whoa. What was the amazing part of it? And they're like, well, do you see that guy sitting at that table over there? He does $50 million in work. And anytime I need to talk to him, he's a phone call away. And if I didn't attend an event like this, I would have never got to meet him. And you see that girl over there? She's been in a business only five years and she's already doing $10 million and she's dominating the, the Dallas area. And I'm thinking, okay, and they're like, whoa, no, we didn't come to see the speakers. We came to network with our peers. The power is in the peers. And in an event like we were able to attend tonight, a lot of guys go in and think that their mind is going to be blown by this, but guys that are actually doing it over and over again and, and joining groups and doing events like this where they can network are finding that the real power is in the guy sitting right beside them mm -hmm. and being able to pick up the phone and go, dude, I screwed up. Man, one of my guys crashed their work van and, you know, we're in trouble. What do we do? And then, it, boom, somebody's there to help you out. Somebody's there that's got your back. I mean, I think that's huge. I think that's important. And I don't think we put enough importance and enough stress into connecting and networking with the people that are absolutely closest to us. And if you're not comfortable with that, you feel like you're enabling your competition, then I challenge you to step just outside of your typical work zone. Go 50 miles away. Go to the next town over and take the dudes out to lunch. Yeah. And then to coordinate and not compete. For sure. That's so good. And to piggyback a little bit off of what you were saying about the price and all, I mean, like I shared with you earlier, Stan, about, you know, going back and raising my price 31% on one of those. Yeah. You know, for a guy coming here and he takes that back, you know, a $200 investment, I substantially, I, I went back and applied what I learned from the GIE when you guys did it, you know, mm -hmm. just, just having that confidence and 31% increase. So you need, so people don't know what you're talking about. Spence. Yeah. So this is a conversation you and I were having at dinner. So you better paint the, the whole picture <laughs> to them. So, uh, one of our first commercials we ever landed in a business, uh, you know, I bid it a bit low, you know, I was still pretty green to the, you know, the lawn care industry and learning my ropes, taking my lumps, taking my losses, you know? So, uh, I kind of thought I had to give them that deal continuously. Now we've been together five, six years. And uh, she came back and was like, hey, you know, are we on the same price for next year? And I'm like, hey, no, you know, I, I got to get what I need to make so that I'm profitable to keep the business growing. So and what's, go well. what's, what switched? What made you uh, all of a sudden make this decision? <laughs> Honestly, man, you. You, uh, you set it down and you told me to only go up five to 10%, but I knew my market. I've learned my numbers over the years. Okay. So I knew what I should be getting from that account. Okay. So I went for the go, the full gung ho. Dude, 31%. 31%. And they signed within 24 hours, the new contract. 
And, and yeah, that was the first time you actually made money on that contract and yeah. five years of servicing it. Yeah. So my challenge to you is well, you were actually scared. Yeah. You were scared of taking on a job that wasn't going to make you any money. Yeah. Well, over the years, uh, it, it was more or less, you know, at that time, you know, a couple hundred dollar account was a big deal, uh, you know, financially wise. And then the business growing and evolving. Now it's like, you know, the, the financial side of it needs to grow and evolve with it too. Yep. You know, we're not in the same market we were in 2014. Uh, it's a whole different ball game. Employee costs have went through the roof, $8 an hour to $16 an hour. Can you pull up that email? Yeah, I can. Pull that email up, guys. So while Spence is looking for this, um, he's got an email because one of the challenges is how do you actually raise your price by 31% and justify it? Because what's going to happen if you get questioned by it? And so that was one of the, the things that, you know, you've got to have a response. And most people will not have a good response. Most people will screw this up because how you respond is either going to close the deal for you. You're going to be done. It's going to be like, yeah, I'm signing. We're done. It's no worries, no problems. Or it's going to eliminate you from the race. So what's going to happen is if you don't respond the right way, you're going to have a problem. Do you have that pulled up yeah, I do. for me, Spence? So this is a beautiful response. You want to take a look at it? You want me to? No, you read it. Go for it. Uh, so I'll skip over the name and the company. And uh, uh, basically she just had concerns why the price increase was going to go up 31%. Read, read this is good. Read it. Yeah, and then so, read your response, please. Uh, I said, to answer your questions, at first I wanted to thank them for their, their business over the years. Uh, to answer your questions, uh, the field mowing will remain the same. We were profitable in that side of the business. The price will increase. Uh, and guidance with our company's projected growth and uh, expenditures for the next year. Our biggest cost is employee wages due to, you know, such a competitive workforce. And then I gave her examples. No, read it. Just read it. This is good, you guys. These guys are going to soak this in. Yeah. For an example, 2012, I could hire as many employees as I wanted at $8 to $10 an hour. 2016 went 12 to 14. Uh, and current date, we're at $16 to $20 per man hour. Uh, and I said, hopefully to retain an employee, I said, there's no guarantee even to retain them at 16 to $20 an hour. Uh, I said a lot more of this is eating into our profits, like insurance, equipment costs. Uh, example, mowers went up and, and cost over 25% over the past two years. Uh, and are projected to go up another thousand to fifteen hundred dollars in the next year. I said, due to labor costs and steel demands and, you know, exports and all of that. Uh, and this is just information I've been told from from companies themselves. Uh, and then I just thanked her and I told her, uh, you know, this. I hope this answers some of your questions. If you have any more questions, you know, feel free to get back to me. So one of the things that I want to point out to everybody listening is that there was zero animosity. You answered clearly. You explained in detail without guilt or, you know, oh, you know, like any kind of attitude whatsoever yeah. was polite, courteous, and you justified in a very succinct manner why you had to have that price increase. For sure. So any other, any person is going to go, oh, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. And, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It doesn't work out for us this year. Or, you know, I get it. I want to, you guys have done great work for four years. Makes sense to me. Boom. That's why it, it happened. Yeah. So, you know, how you respond is a critical element for in sure. a situation like that. And you know what? You can have canned responses. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you home run that one, right? So maybe if you raise your price on the next company and you're expecting to get something come back. So what I'm saying right now is to, to the audience, not just to you, Spence and you, Paul, but what I'm saying to everybody out there is be prepared 
for your typical pushbacks, like your frequently asked questions, but why are people not wanting to go with you on something or what kind of problem do they have with your price? And if you are prepared ahead of time with a canned answer, pr- practice it, rehearse it, get it to the point where you've got it down to like, oh, I can do it in 45 seconds and still sound authentic and genuine. Yeah. Right? You're saving yourself a lot of time, headache, and hassle. And one of the things that I think we need to all do as contractors is raise our prices immediately. Okay? Yeah, I agree. Now, we used, the, we used an example when we did the panel. Paul, you were there. You asked the question. And uh, Spence, I remember you being there. So one of the things that we um, as contractors don't do is we don't, we don't have enough confidence in ourselves to justify our price. But I want to say this. Compare a good contractor to an attorney. Yeah. You, their attorneys are like fleas on a dog's back. They're everywhere. They're around every corner. They're, they're, they're thick in the yellow pages. They're <clears throat> thick everywhere you go, right? Now, how about a good contractor? Yeah. You, I mean, as contractors, now I want, if you guys are listening, tell me, can you guys, do you have a list of good contractors that you would hire to work on your very own project with confidence without worrying about their kind of work? And the answer for most people is going to be no. We are rare breed. And thanks to the new millennials all thinking that they're going to make their money <laughs> off of Facebook or, you know, you know on, the, on the web, skilled craftsmen, skilled tradesmen are becoming even more scarce. So we can raise an absolute commandingly high price for our services, but yet we don't do it because we don't value ourselves enough. Yeah. As contractors, we are the scarcest commodity around. And if you want to, if you don't feel confident in who you are now, just give, gain yourself a few more skills, continually evolve, continually refine, continue, continually learn new, new crafts within your industry so you become even more highly specialized so that you can then raise your price. And then you become it's you know, even, even more scarce, even more valuable. Yeah, I understand raising the prices on new bids, but what would you do? I have some customers that the rate's too low. And these are weekly uh, lawn care maintenance. We do the whole property of the lawn care maintenance, give them a monthly price. So going into the spring of 2020, What's the best way, or even sooner if, if necessary, what's the best way those already existing customers that have been my customers for years, their price is too low. How do I go about, you know, adjusting their rate? Okay, well, you got two ways. It could be proactive or reactive. You can just raise the rate, and the ones that even respond, you're going to get either a drop-off, you're going to get a response, or they're going to automatically resign. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. that's your, your three options that way. Otherwise, if you're proactive and not reactive, you're going to say, hey, guys, in 2020, we're going to have, unfortunately, a bit of a price increase due to, and then you read them Spence's response. Yeah. <laughs> so is it trimming it. the fat a little bit? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're chit-chatting here in November of 2019, but if I already know, you know, for going into the long, you know, the, the season of next spring, is it a good idea to communicate that now or? Should I wait till right Potential before price spring? increases? Yeah. Well, I think if you've, I mean, come on, you, you keep the lines of communication open all winter long anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and so that can be one of those things. But to, if you're only going to do, I, I stutter stop there for a minute, because if you're only going to communicate, hey, there's going to be a price increase in four months, bye, have a great winter. And then four months later, you come back, you're really not continuing the conversation in any way, shape, or form. But if you can say, hey, here's your winter 
plan. And he just, you know, to let you know, we're experiencing some, price, some you know, whatever. And then in mid, middle of winter, hey, you know what? You got your lawn care tips. You're continually soft okay. touching them, multi-touching them so that it's just like you just kind of inject that bad conversation into all these good things, why they should be listening to you. You know, hey, you know what? We've got your lawn ready. So in the spring, by middle of March, we're going to recommend on your particular lawn because you have a zoysia lawn, we're going to do core aeration and say, you know what? If you sign up between March 1st and March 15th, we'll give you 15% off, right? But, you know, then after that, we got to give it to the same price as every other customer coming in because we're going to get so swamped. But we know you've been with us for a while now and we value you. You're part of our team. You've helped build us to this point. Here's your bonus content for signing up early or playing along or however you want to do it. Do you see what I'm yeah. doing there? By continually soft touching throughout the course of the winter, when I want to sell things, it becomes very easy. When I want to justify a price increase, I inject it in. It's, so it's just a natural fluid part of the conversation. Paul, Got I, it. I don't like your haircut. Why is that? See, I, I just, how I injected something in there without, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like your haircut. I'm just saying, I'm giving you an example how you can easily put something in there without making it like just the only topic we're talking about. Okay. I'm getting insecure. I'm getting a little bald spot. <laughs> so we were just talking about this before dinner. So. Oh, shit, you and me both, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just found out Keith Kalfas dies his hair. I never knew that. Oh, he does? Yeah. His wife said, I, I, she said, uh, he's got some grays. And I was like, I've never seen him yet. She's like, dies it. My cousin comes up to me when I'm getting on the airplane and she goes, well, your hair's cute like that. You got, it's like, well, you, well, what you have left up on the top, it's just like, oh, it looks real cute, them five strands. I'm like, oh, what a great, com what a great compliment, cousin. Man. That's awesome. And you know, you just gave Stan some fire to go at Keith with, right? Yeah. Apparently he's got a lot of grace. She said he's, uh, you know, Rogaining it up. Really? <laughs> that, that came from Ashley about 30 minutes ago at dinner. Oh, I love this stuff. I love so, this. It's exclusive information here oh, on the Green Industry Podcast. Stan, I used to listen to your podcast all the time, man. I remember you interviewed Greg Chisholm right before his, you know, right before everything started budding there, Mike Michalowicz, and then I read all, you know, I've been yeah. reading all of his stuff. So you started with the podcast, and then Keith encouraged you to do YouTube. Yep. And now you have 348,000 subscribers. Yep. Wow. What a journey. Yeah. I mean, you, you've been the pioneer, you know, to this industry and the father to this industry. It's, I think Greg actually was. Yeah. And, you, and then Keith. Yeah. Keith was before him. Or Keith was right after Greg. So it was Greg, Keith, Top Notch okay. was there right in the very beginning. Um, and there was G Packard. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Jonathan Potashnik, the lawn care millionaire. Right. right? Um, and then, um, God, there was one other. That was when I was a small fry. Were you even on YouTube? Yeah. I'm talking about 2014. Like in the very, very beginning. Yeah, I was there. Were you there? Yeah, I was there. Just very small. It's time for this week's Jobber Minute. Will accepting online payments help me get paid faster? We did some research that shows that the average service business waits more than 25 days to get paid. That's nuts. We want to help you get paid faster. And Jobber was built to do that in a few ways. First, you get a customer portal we call Client Hub, which is a hub specifically for your clients where they can approve quotes, request changes, and pay deposits online. This means you aren't waiting around for a deposit to start a job. And if 
the client has approved the quote, you can move a lot faster to get the job done with less back and forth. Next, you can create the invoice right through the app as soon as the job is done and invite the client to pay either on the spot or online. Either way, we've seen that the clients pay two and a half times faster when you use jobber payments versus using checks or cash. Finally, all of the jobber features are designed to make your business look bigger and more professional. When clients feel taken care of and they feel happy with the service, they'll be happy to pay you and you can easily move on to the next job. If you'd like to receive 20% off your first six months of Jobber, check them out at getjobber.com backslash I am backslash green. Are you new to hardscaping or wanting to expand your lawn care company to provide paver or retaining wall installation? Then check out Caleb Allman's two and a half hour long how to install pavers comprehensive guide or how to install retaining walls comprehensive guide. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards with tips and tricks they've picked up with over 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for $99 each. Check them out at howtoinstallpavers.net and that link is in today's show's notes. Now back to our interview with Stanley Genetic and Sean Spencer. So you were watching these guys, Stan? I, you know what? You, you, it's not about competition. It's about coordination, right? Uh-huh. It's about actively reaching out. So I reached out to every single one of them. Of, I mean, without wasting a beat. I remember picking up the phone and calling Kelfus at work. I mean, I remember you don't, when you want something, you go after it and there's nothing that's going to stop you. I mean, 100%. there's nothing, nothing. So I reached out to every single one of them in any way, shape, or form that I could. Wow. Remember I told you earlier, Paul, when we were over there, uh, you know, once you get into it, there's a whole different ball game once you want to do something. So it's, it, it's, it made me drive up here, you know, four hours after being on a flight for seven hours. And it, it's, if you want it, you go after it. It's just like a job, you know, anything in life, you're going to have to, you're gonna have to put it in there, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I remember watching B&B Lawn Care, Naylor, you know, the lawn care rookie, and then you just started and then phew, it's just taken I'm more, off. I'm just more aggressive. Yeah. That's all. I'm more, more coordinated. I'm like, uh, like a, a shark with a plan, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, um, yeah. So, so that's my personality though. It's way over the top. It's way, I'm obsessive, absolutely a hundred percent obsessive to the point where I st- I, I know my own weaknesses. So we talked tonight. Remember we talked about self-identification and how hard it is. But when a person's able to identify their strengths and what their weaknesses are, then they can capitalize on those, right? Especially if they understand how, to, how they can effectively manipulate the way that they operate themselves. And I know this is getting really kind of big and wild, right? But in reality, when you can see yourself almost step away from yourself and see how you function, then you can manipulate how you function to create the absolute best potential out of any situation. And so that's what I did to myself was I looked at myself and said, all right, I'm obsessive compulsive. And when I do something, I'm 110% intense. So before I'll take anything, I'll be like, I went skiing, right? So I had to learn how to do black diamonds in a single year, blah, blah, blah. All these things, I stop myself and I say, do I have time at this point in my life to do something like this? And YouTube was intriguing. Calfus was the Gary Vaynerchuk of YouTube to me. Okay. And I said, yeah, but I'm not going to only do it. I'm going to do everything that I potentially can. I'm going to understand why there's guys on YouTube that have 3000 subscribers and there's guys on YouTube that have 300,000. What's the difference between them? There is a difference. 
what is that difference? It took me about 400 hours of studying after work, during work, um, to under, start to understand the basics. And then it's taken me thousands and thousands of hours since then to continually um, change that, modify that craft, and to, then to try to, to do whatever it was to get it to the next level. Never stopping, never being satisfied, always going, pursuing uh, relentlessly to yeah. the point where I'm in a hotel room with you at 11, <laughs> 11 to 10.30 at night, and I got to get up at 6 a.m. and fly on a, a plane to wherever I'm going tomorrow, Tennessee or something. Dedication. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so, you, so that's just what you do. Right. Yeah. Like you've like I forcibly stopped myself from working at midnight on Saturday forcibly because I'm a I'm an obsessed workaholic that won't that won't stop. Yeah. So it's like a force like boom. And one time I worked till 1201 and I regretted it. <laughs> well, I really appreciate your time, Stan. This is uh, this is awesome, man, to get you on. I it's full circle because I used to, you know, listen to your podcast uh, faithfully. And I mean, I learned a lot from you. I remember I was just, I was brand new in business. And I remember you teaching about 50% down, you know, 50% deposit. And it was like, I think a 14 or $15,000 job. No, it was because I got $8,000 deposit for the first time, which I was the most money off the check I've ever gotten in my life. But it's because I listened to you and I had the confidence and I was like, I'll be 50% down. And I remember going to the bank. I mean, $8,000 is peanuts to you now. But to me at that time, I was like, what? That was a lot of money in my world back then. And, Dude, but, I remember sitting on the end of my bed as a 19, 20-year-old kid holding my head in my hands because I got in a $4,000 job and then another $4,000 job. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is so awesome. And then like three years later, I'm sitting on the end of the same bed with a $40,000 job and a $100,000 job because we, we're graduating, we're going up, like we're taking baby steps on bidding and estimating and going bigger, 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 going, well, do I want to do the $40,000 and the $50,000 job or do I want the $100,000 job or do I just want to keep them all hanging and try to do all of them? Athlete, let's try to do all of them. <laughs> let's just go for it. Remember, guys, when we were talking earlier tonight, we're talking about, you know, you burn your bridges, Right, yeah. you, you when you land and you make a decision, you light your boats on fire. There is no retreat. There's only one way, and that's forward, no matter what. So once you commit to that, you've got to understand what you're committing to before you get on the boat, sail across the ocean, and then light it on fire. So at what point did you make that commitment with the YouTube world, where the light bulb went off? Like I can make this a career. I can become the authority. Like it started right out of the gate. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know about the career. I just did it because there was a deep desire. And everybody's like, I remember interviewing Marty Grunder and he grilled me. He's like, what's your plan? And I'm like, uh, enjoy life. And he's like, no, what's your plan? Why are you doing all this? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just having fun. I want to do this. This is like, I have a passion for sharing education. I have a passion for sharing training. I have a passion for it. And then I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm doing this because I love the people. So he made me realize while I was, why I was doing it, but what he was trying to get at was what's your financial gain out of it? And at that point I didn't have a clue. So I wasn't like I set out knowing, no, it was a, I was, I was doing what was done for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, my, I was telling everybody I was built. I mean, my dad built me to be a workaholic obsessed and to never, you know, never look back. Right. And I realized that there's not, not everybody out there that has that. 
like a dad or an uncle or a brother or a mentor that will, will show them the way. And when you show them that way and you live by that example and you, you, you bear all the problems to the world, like, yeah, I'm not perfect. Never said I was, right? Mm-hmm. You bear everything to the world, good, bad, and in between. It hopefully will help somebody else believe enough in themselves to know, hey, if that Polak can do it, I'm 50% Polak, so I'll call myself a Polak. <laughs> that Polak can do it, I can do it. You know, if that dude can do it, I can do it. There's nothing special about me. It took me six years to get a two-year college degree, period. So now that you're further along on the YouTube journey, what's been the coolest experience that all this social media success, what's been, you're like, man, that, that was cool. Every day. Every day. Every, every day is a new experience, you guys. I mean, no, Paul, you tell me. Look at you. You got over 700,000 downloads on your podcast. What's the coolest experience been? Hanging out. Hanging out, meeting people. Every day, just being able to, to, to see what the world is going to bring your way. Not exactly knowing, but still believing and still like, like driving with, at night with your headlights on, right? You know you got a sense of direction, but you don't know what's just outside of those headlights. And every time you go around a corner or you go another 100 feet, you're seeing something new that you did not see before. And that what's, that's what makes it fun. So being, a pre, being able to appreciate the moments as they occur, the beautiful, scary moments as they're happening just makes it all kind of a little bit more worthwhile. Like we had a dude that was crying down in the audience tonight. Yeah. That, that dude was scared. And I was just like, man, you don't believe how awesome this moment is. Because in a couple of years, you're going to be past this moment. And you're going to be able to look back on it and go, oh, I remember that point, that pivotal point, that point where I was like, oh, and yeah. it was scary and it was exciting and exhilarating and daunting right? And all of these things. And it's like, wow, we all, all of us, including the guys listening, have those moments occurring all the time. But then we don't really grasp onto them and go, yeah, this was pretty cool. This was a a great moment in time until a year later, two years later, five years, 10 years later. Then you can look back. That hindsight's 2020. That's when you're like, "Ah, I remember how cool that was. But now and then, you guys, isn't it cool to understand that you can separate from that and to see it and go, yeah, that may be happening even in the real time. Like when I looked at that dude in that audience, I was seeing a moment that he is going to look back on years from now and go, whoa, love seeing stuff like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. His name is Dylan. I've talked to him. Uh, He listens to the show and he's been... He works at Gordon Food Service and he wakes up at 4 a.m., works till about, I think, two or three, goes out and does some lawns in the evening and he's ready to, he's been trying to get that boat close enough to the dock and I've been telling him it's time to go. And when you guys said it on the stage, that's why I started crying. He's, he's going to jump. Yeah. It's going to change his life. He's yeah. a good young guy. He's in Ohio there where I'm at. And, uh, you know, he's got the drive. He's got the passion. He's just, he's where we've all been at some point in our businesses. Uh, you know, he's just, that leap, you got to take that leap. And if you can get yourself to take that leap, you know, you're going to, you're going to be in a good place in no time. And, uh, I think he's, he's there, but like, like the rest of us, he's got a family, you know, he's got a wife, kids, mortgage, you know, he's, he's got that fear there that's holding him back. And 
I think he's going to go home and he's going to take that next step here in the spring and he's just going to crush it. Yep. Scary though, but yeah. Yeah. I can remember being him very, you know, not so long ago. I mean, seven years ago, man, I was living in the projects. Broke as a dog. Unemployed. We've all been there. You mm-hmm. know, we've, we've, we all have our story, you know, and I can remember just a year ago going from, you know, a 2002 Chevy pickup to buying a, a newer upgrade, you know, and throwing a boss plow, you know, on it. That was a substantial impact to our family, you know, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000. And now I look back on it and I'm like, what was I even, what was I even sweating, you know? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, Stan, we really appreciate your time. You got a flight to catch in the morning. If unless you guys hide under a rock, you <laughs> know who these guys are. Sean Spencer on YouTube. And Spencer's Lawn Care. Spencer's Lawn Care on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, of course, Stanley Dirt Monkey Genetic. You you basically own Google, man. It's I was in. Uh, I got to go to Silicon Valley a couple of weeks ago and see Google and Facebook and YouTube and all that. It's, it's really cool. I bet that was. Yeah, it's really cool. So. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. Appreciate Thank you for your time, Stanley. Have a safe flight. Uh- all right, fam. That was from last year's Launchpreneur Academy Live. You don't want to miss out on this year's Launchpreneur Academy Live, Saturday, November 7th. Marty's going to give us a little bit more detail about that in just a moment. Thanks again to Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, the Hardscape Academy, the Debt-Free Landscaper, and Echo for sponsoring today's show. Guys, we are headed on the road. Be following us at Green Industry Podcast on Instagram, at Paul Jameson on the YouTube. It is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, as always, guys, make sure you check today's show notes. We got a bunch of goodies in there, including my rate increase letter. This is something that has been wildly popular and successful for those looking to raise the rates in your business. It's something my accountant put together that's very, very simple, but very clear to the customer of why you're raising your prices. And uh, it just makes that transition so seamless and easy and professional. So it's only $24.99. It's a plug and play. You can download that template and email it out to your customers and let them know that you are raising your rates. That's right. Increase profit by raising your prices. All right. Well, Mr. Producer, we're going to hear a quick word from him about the Entrepreneur Academy Live. Make sure you guys are subscribed if you want to stay up to date with our fall road tour that kicks off next week. This industry's largest peer-to-peer led training event is just around the corner. And if you guys are ready to bump it up a notch and lay the foundation for an incredibly successful 2021, then Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020 is an absolute must-attend event. Entrepreneur Academy Academy Live. The fun takes place November 7th in Novi, Michigan at the Suburban Collection Showplace. This year we have six amazing speakers including Nick Carlson, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Corey Ballard, Jeff Joyner, Keith Kalfas, and Stanley Genetic. This all day long exclusive conference focuses on safety training, sales training and features live panels and demos as well. You definitely don't want to miss out. Refocus, regroup and re-engage with us this fall at Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020. We're so excited to host you guys in Novi, Michigan and help propel your business to the next level. Hotels and event registration information can all be found at LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com and in today's show notes. And follow along as the excitement builds with the Instagram hashtag LAL2020. See you November 7th. 
Hey guys, Paul with a cool story from Jason in Boney Lake, Washington, as he recently purchased my rate increase letter. And here's the story he shares. I had uh, one yard, I was charging $35 to, uh, per cut, and it was taking me an hour every single time I was uh, working on the yard. I uh, increased the rate uh, to $50 uh, per cut, and she canceled on me initially. Called me back after a week to let me know that she's okay with the new rate and that she wanted me to keep, keep taking care of her yard. Well, Jason, thanks for sharing your testimony. And guys, if you want to raise the rates on your customers, you should check out my rate increase letter. It's a plug and play. Put your information in, email it to your customers, let them know you're raising your rates and why it's been very successful in my business for Jason up there in Washington and many others who have been using it. So check today's show notes. Marty will put the link there, get that rate increase letter and raise those rates. Uh, Using that rate increase letter uh, was a fantastic decision for my business. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.